Welcome back to the 5-Minute Bible Lesson. Today we're going to continue our study that I call Mastering the Word. Last Wednesday we took a look at the book of Genesis with a summary of it, and today we're going to continue in this order by looking at the book of Exodus and summarize it and get a basic understanding of the narrative foundations of this book as well as the key uh, characters, as you might say. So we're going to start post-Genesis. The book of Exodus picks up the storyline where the book of Genesis ended. At the end of Genesis, the twelve sons of Israel, the man who had been named Jacob, remember, had come to live in Egypt. They did this because of a famine in their own land. They were able to do this because of one brother, Joseph, had built his home and a great reputation in Egypt, so his brothers were welcome. Once there, the family of Israel grew and grew. They became a small nation among the Egyptians, and that was nerve-wracking for the Egyptian king. What they decided, uh, what if they decided to overthrow the government, the Pharaoh thought. Because of his fears, he made the Israelites slaves. This began the first of many very dark times in Jewish history. Even as, as slaves, the Hebrews, another name for the nation of Israel, continued to grow. This had been promised by God to the very first ancestor of the Jewish nation, Abraham, as mentioned in Genesis chapter 17. Pharaoh tried another form of population control. He let the female infants live, but destroyed the male infants. In the midst of, his tr of this tragedy, God raised up a leader named Moses, who would eventually stand up for his people and lead them to freedom. Moses. Moses is the main character in Exodus, after God, that is, of course. Moses was born into a courageous family. When he was born, there was a decree from the king that all male babies should be destroyed. Moses' mom hid him for three months, then made a floating basket and hid him in the basket in the banks of the Nile River. His sister Miriam stood watch. When the princess came to bathe in the river, she found the basket and adopted the bootlegged Israelite baby. She gave him the name Moses, which means out of the water. Moses' sister Miriam showed quick wit and great timing. When the princess found baby Moses, Miriam immediately offered to go and find a Hebrew babysitter. Of course, Miriam brought back her own mom. Moses grew up in the palace, but as a young man was exiled from Egypt, he killed an Egyptian for mistreating a Hebrew. It was during the time of exile that God carved out Moses' life mission to free his people, to lead them back to Canaan, their promised land, and to establish the Ten Commandments on the way. Easy enough. You thought you had it rough. Sure enough, Moses did lead the people out of Egypt and to the border of their homeland. It took him over 40 years to do it, and stress points galore. He died a man who had stood at the edge of God's promises coming true. The Passover. The Passover is one of the most significant roles of the Jewish faith. It finds its origin in the last plague God sent on Egypt to convince the king to set the Hebrews free. During the plague, the angle, excuse me, the angel of death swept through Egypt, taking the lives of the firstborn sons. The Hebrews were instructed to place the blood of a lamb on their doorposts. If they did so, their firstborn sons would be spared. There is a special meal associated with the Passover. Today we often call the celebration of that meal a Siddhar. Most of Exodus is about the journey to freedom from Egypt through the desert to the promised land. The journey of the Israelites was a lot like the journey of modern believers. We have the slavery of sin, we travel through an often difficult desert of life, and then finally we get to our real home, heaven. 
The Passover was a symbol of God's salvation through the blood of an innocent life. It was an accurate picture of Jesus Christ's sacrifice for the sins of his people. He was an innocent, or excuse me, he was innocent. He was a firstborn. He had shed his blood. The last meal that Jesus shared with his disciples before his crucifixion was a Passover meal. Stories from the road. A lot of amazing things happened to the Israelites along their journey. Here are some favorites among the remember wins. The Red Sea. Just as the people left Egypt, the king changed his mind and sent the armies to bring them back. The people stood between chariots and spears in the Red Sea. God parted the waters so they could make their escape on dry ground, as mentioned in Exodus chapter 14, verses 15 through 30. Bread from, the bread from heaven. The people were in the desert for much of the trip. Each morning, a bread-like substance would be laying in the ground like snow. This is how they ate, Exodus chapter 16, verse 2 through 4. The quail. Once when the people were craving meat, quail came out of nowhere to supply a barbecue feast, Exodus chapter 16, verse 13. Water. Once it came from a rock, Exodus 17, 2 through 6. And once a bitter stream turned sweet just for the Israelites drinking, Exodus 15, 22 through 25. Navigation. The people were led by a cloud by day and a pillar of fire by night. No need to ask directions when God is leading. Exodus chapter 13, verse 21 through 22. The Ten Commandments. God himself wrote these on stone. Remember, this was before printing presses and electricity. Writing Ten Commandments on stone was no little feat. Exodus chapter 20. And finally, Moses' glow. After Moses had spent time with God in the mountains, his face literally glowed. He had to wear a veil so the people could deal with him without being distracted. Exodus 34, 29 through 35. That concludes our summary of the book of Exodus. We almost did this in under five minutes. Quite incredible. However, if you have any thoughts on this, please make sure to email me at churchofchrist.bible.podcast at gmail.com. And I want to cite my sources. Again, I'm reading from the Everyday Guide to the Bible. So... I, this is where I'm obviously getting the material for these summaries. So if there's anything I disagree with, of course, I will, Lord willing, stop to make sure to vocalize that. However, so far in the reading, I think it's been great. We've got a great understanding of the narratives and the characters of Genesis, which is essential for understanding the Bible, as you should understand page one and chapter one of any book you read in order to understand the book as a whole. And likewise, in Exodus, we're looking at a bunch of other uh, narratives and characters that are essential to the story. And as we even stopped and pondered the relation between the events in Exodus and Jesus, we'll continue to study uh, next Wednesday, Lord willing, in the book of Leviticus, and continue on each Wednesday until we have mastered the Bible. Now again, this is probably going to take over a year to do this study, so continue to be patient and come back on Wednesdays. And if you haven't yet, make sure to listen to the other episodes on Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday as we look at more uh, expository preaching, more in-depth lessons, and even even topic preaching. Excuse me, I <laughs> couldn't think of what I wanted to say. Anywho, if you haven't yet, please leave a review in the podcast app and share the podcast with others because it's an opportunity that you can reach people with the gospel without even having to say a word all it comes down to is sharing this podcast with somebody else because well for lack of better terms <laughs> let me be the one that does the talking in this all you have to do is share it and invite people to listen to the show thank you for listening <laughs>